so anyway, for today's uh, episode, today's recording, uh, we're finally going to talk about the whole Abrams coming back, taking over for Colin for episode nine. Uh, but before that, a little galactic geek out. Punch it, cat. All right. So first up in our galactic geek out this week, uh, post-production has wrapped on The Last Jedi per Woo! Ryan Johnson. Wow. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> that means, that means there is a complete nice. film in a vault somewhere in Bad uh. Robot. Oh, no, uh. no, no, not Bad Robot. That's was <laughs> no. a I'm in Abramsville right now. Somewhere, though, Lucasville, Lucas there film. is a complete film right now in a vault. Or like, How many? like a flash drive somewhere. Yeah, how many security guards do you think they have uh, stationed around that? <laughs> I don't know, but Not I'm still enough. waiting for my invitation to come to a private viewing, so I'll let you guys know when that <laughs> arrives and when you can expect my full report. Please you do. Get, you didn't get yours already? Still waiting. Uh, <laughs> I got mine, but I can't do it. I'm washing my hair that night. <laughs> Your beard hair? <laughs> My beard here. I'm watching my beard that night. <laughs> oh dear. No, but yeah, yeah, uh, that is so freaking cool. I'm excited. No, that's exciting, awesome. though. I mean that that means that um, the film's ready to roll, and and now they're just sitting on it. No more tweaks. Nothing. Music's done. All of it, huh? Oh my yeah. gosh. Music's wow. done. Wow. That's right. Wow. A little oh, bit wow. of a different flavor than uh, Rogue wow. One. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rogue One. I think <laughs> down to the. Like, the wire just hey we're premiering in like half an hour are we good <laughs> yeah i think it literally came down to something like that too yeah no kidding but uh right. yeah uh, the, the photo they posted was awesome it was happy it just, it's just just good vibes all around yeah excitement definitely yeah. um so we also got a new teaser for Forces of Destiny, um, and there's mm-hmm. going to be new shorts airing October 1st, although I did notice that the teaser was, like, almost immediately pulled down, so. Uh, it was? Spooky. Yeah, yeah, it's disappeared from the internet now. <laughs> oh, that actually explains all the bootlegs I've been seeing going around. Yeah. I was like, why but, are people sharing all these bootlegs? That's why. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, uh, at least we're supposed to be getting, I think, eight new shorts, but they only showed clips from a couple, um, and it looks like they've one focuses on Ahsoka and Padme, and another with Ahsoka, Yoda, and Anakin, at least from the clips that were online very briefly. So, that'll be in a week. I've already got my DVR set. For yeah, yeah. to record it, <laughs> same here. Got it right there. It's on my watch list. Nice. Uh, yeah, I didn't then, see the uh, the new trailer before they pulled it down either. So I'm I'm kind of bummed. I I heard that there was a couple of characters that weren't in the first group. At least one in mm-hmm. particular. Yeah. Well, there were only a couple of new scenes in this. It was kind of more of like a. Well, almost like an ad where they – and so I think – I'm not quite sure if they're going to be re-airing all of the previous shorts. It's a little unclear to me what's actually happening there. But most of the scenes in this teaser slash commercial um, were actually from the shorts that have already aired. So um, – and I think almost all the characters we saw we'd seen before – I uh I have access to all the 
internet shorts on uh, on my on demand. I noticed the other day. Oh, interesting. So I can I can watch them on TV. They're there. I don't know. I don't know if that's on purpose or not, or I'm just special and the Star Wars gods bless me to have them, but they're there. The one, I guess the one big thing now that John brought it up is that uh, Han Solo is in, mm-hmm. in going to be in one of the shorts, but it's it's Han Solo Force Awakens era Han Solo, not um, OT. Which so. I love. Yeah. Interesting. I'm I'm curious who they're going to have voicing Han Solo. That it's, will be. It should be Mark Hamill. Yeah, that's that's my <laughs> suggestion. It would be awesome. Uh, happy birthday to Mr. Mark Hamill today. By the way, our recording night, uh, the twenty fifth. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, Mark Hamill, one of my absolute geek heroes. Grew up with him, not only as Luke but as the Joker. So, I love you. <laughs> and so do I. <laughs> Yeah, we all do. <laughs> I mean, he's, happy birthday. He's uh, he's a fan of, of the Beatles, just like I am. And so I feel like an extra strong connection there. And he loves the old vintage monster stuff that I love. And uh, just seems like an, an all-out hell of a dude. Total bro. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Hamill, but- if by chance you're listening to this, and I don't know why you wouldn't, happy birthday <laughs> from from us to you. And if you were ever in El Paso for some godforsaken reason, let me buy you a beer. I will buy you some blue milk beer. Or an iced tea, whatever you drink, dude. Yeah. I wonder how many birthdays. If you want that. What's up? I wonder how many birthdays he had after Star Wars that were all Star Wars themed like cakes until he just got sick of it. Right. Well, I I think we would love to toast him with a Moscow mule. That's yeah. right. <laughs> For those that don't know, the Moscow Meal is the official drink of Fans of the Forest podcast. <laughs> nice. Now you know. Um, yeah, now you know. Don't ask why. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like to think that uh, every year for his birthday, he has a Luke Skywalker cake. And he's cutting into his own face when he cuts it. <laughs> Does he gonna- use a small lightsaber? Yes, that's okay. what I was getting to. It's right. a little, little green blade. Uh-huh. All right. There you go. Excellent. So they're eating Luke Skywalker on his birthday. Nice, moist, <laughs> chocolatey <laughs> Luke oh Skywalker. <laughs> Too much? All <laughs> right. Too much. Happy birthday to Mark Hamill, and now we're going to move on. <laughs> uh before we kind of head into our two topics of discussion for tonight, um, the Rebels Season 4 uh, schedule was announced. Mm. Um, it's going to premiere Monday, October 16th, uh, with a double episode, Heroes of Mandalore. And um, depending on when you would prefer to watch it, there are going to be five airings throughout that day. So there will be plenty of opportunities to watch. Uh, and then the first nine episodes for this season will air before The Last Jedi comes out. And the final six will air in 2018. And you can look up the schedule and episode titles on StarWars.com. But it's coming up. We're three weeks away. Nice. That is such a weird schedule. You know, at, at first I thought they were going to try and finish it before Last Jedi. But then, I, then yeah, then we, we saw the hiatus they were going to take. Yeah, so, I, I don't understand. It's it is a little bizarre, but I'm 
I'm sure with this shortened season, it'll make some sense as the episodes come out, depending on what's happening. But yeah, I don't know quite why they're splitting it up like this. So who's going to wake up at some ungodly hour to watch it? Or What I'm hoping uh-huh. is that I think that the first episode airs like midnight Eastern time. But I have satellites, so I get the Eastern feed. So I'm hoping I could actually watch it on 9 p.m. on Sunday the 15th. That's pretty oh, epic. Aren't you, aren't you special? Okay, oh, <laughs> it's satellite. I said hoping. I don't know if that's actually going to be the case, but that'd be pretty cool. That would be. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, all honestly, would be. <laughs> Probably what'll happen is that I'll send my kids off to school that Monday morning and see if it's on the Disney XD app. There you go. Watch it after they leave for school. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you know, I switched cable providers and my new my new uh, my new people are they're not listed on the Disney XD app. And that infuriates me oh, just because of that. Cuz I, I, oh. wa- I could I used to be able to watch them early before they the uh, yeah, before the mountain they or whatever. aired. Yeah. yeah, before they aired. Now I can't do that unless they added it since I last checked. But could you like kinda... send them an email and be like, "This is my cable provider." Let Strongly me... worded email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Directv, now, hmm. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, they are very good about having stuff on demand, though. So I've been watching the new Ducktales. Like, woo. I saw I saw yeah. the first episode and liked it. Dude, that How, show How's has, Danny Pudi? Dude, fantastic. He, I would expect he, nothing less. Exactly. Uh, Danny Pudi. No, how's awesome. David Tennant? Oh, Scrooge McDuck. He's amazing. So good. Gosh. Dude, he, this show has no business being as good as it is. I mean, it's a show about ducks, but there is it's a show about ducks. Keep it in mind. But there's this mystery surrounding a missing, their missing mother, missing and they're trying duck. to find their mom. I'm like, this is a show about ducks. Why am I so invested right now? Oh, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Uh, the dean, uh, Jim Rash. Yeah, he, he was. He does a voice. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Little wow. mini community reunion there. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. Is is it on the Hulu's or is it only on TV right now? It's only on the TV. I'm afraid. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> but it is fan- it is fantastic. It is well written. It's got heart humor. It's like uh You know what? It reminds me heart a lot of humor? Rick and Morty, but if it was for kids. If Rick and Morty was appropriate for kids. Just because of how bizarre some some of the things can get. Interesting. Yeah. You'd like it. I I know you'd like it. You know me. I know you. <laughs> it's, it's good. Bit of a tangent here, but yeah. <laughs> All right. So in a in a piece of news that I know is going to generate some amount of discussion, it has been rumored last week that Darth Vader is going to make an appearance in the untitled Han Solo movie. What do you guys think about that? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That just <laughs> okay. happened. That news just dropped, yo. Just dropped. That's hot, fresh off the off the presses. Sort of. Vader. Vader's gonna be in the untitled Han Solo spinoff, which is the official title. Still, (laughs) 
Okay, so, well, okay. It's supposed to take place before New Hope, right? Yes. Yes. But after Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge, Revenge of the Sith? Sith? No. Yes. There we go. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> right. Yes, correct. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting a head cold right now. It's starting to get it's to good. me. It's all good. Um. Yeah, I think it's about, it's a decade more or less before A New Hope, isn't it? I remember. I don't, I don't know if we have an official time frame. I don't but think we do. I, I remember reading. I think it's a decade. Okay. I well, think. Han, well, let's let's do let's do some guesstimated math. Han Solo in A New Hope is thirty something. He's in his 30s, 30, right? early thirties. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Alden uh, Eckright, <laughs> right? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Is. Uh, <laughs> In his 20-somethings? No. Maybe. So the Porgs sound, by the way. <laughs> we voice the Porgs. <laughs> <laughs> Those Porgs are creepy. AF, no, they're guys. awesome. No, thank you, You know you, what? They are. All right. This is why I say Porgs are not creepy. Okay? Yet, at least, until we see them in action. Do you think BB-8 is as adorable as I think BB-8 is? BB-8 is pretty freaking adorable. That's what I'm saying. I think, Cat. I think BB-8's. I think BB-8's adorable. Okay, porgs. I, I think yeah. the porgs are kind of creepy. And why is that? <clears throat> they make weird noises. Oh, okay, and their their <laughs> eyes are kind of soul sucking. Okay, same like eyes, dude. Same eye as BB-8. BB-8 is a robot. BB-8 has okay, got the same like, eye. Like it's the same, just soulless black lens of an eye. It's no. the same eye. Lens of an eye. But, like, but once I, you put that on a on an actual living thing, thing, it has like a shark eye. They have shark eyes. Yeah. And it, well, they're somebody, way bigger I saw, than shark eyes. I saw a Photoshop where they gave it some creepy mouth with a lot of teeth, and I was like, nope, nope, <laughs> I'm done. No, I nope. think that's yeah. true. I think they've got creepy teeth. I think they just kind like, of borderline on like being creepy, think, so it's n- not enough to just be cute. They're like cat puffins, <laughs> dude. They're furbies, okay? And furbies used to scare the hell out of me as a kid. <laughs> Porgs are furbies. They are literally furbies. I think they're adorable. So, and, and Luke eats them too, supposedly. Right? That's that's uh, something else that was rumored. I I I failed to listen to that sort of conjecture <laughs> Luke, Luke enjoys a nice roasted porg that's a uh, that's what he's been living off of if that's the rumors canon. are to be believed that's canon anyway it's my head canon anyway yeah. I've derailed this this topic pretty successfully let's get it back on track Vader <laughs> makes an appearance Han Solo film but w- what we were saying is that if Han is 30-ish in A New Hope and Alden Eckright is 20-something in this film, we can safely assume it's about 10 years before A New Hope, right? Well, Give or take. If, if an actor ever plays something that's reasonably close to their age, which varies widely true, depending true. on what it is. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think it's safe to assume, give or take five years, it's a 10-year, at least 10 years earlier. 
Well, the way I see it, okay, if 19 years is enough for Obi-Wan to go from Ewan McGregor to Sir Alec Guinness, 10 years sounds about right for, you know, Alden Ehrenreich to turn into Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I, that's that's my headcanon. It's all okay. about the headcanon. All right. Yeah. Sure. But anyway, <laughs> how how are we feeling about this? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? I've seen a, a couple news articles uh, calling it desperate. Interesting. Uh, well, I could what? see, I could see it one of two ways. Like maybe Darth Vader actually did have some influence on like the lifestyle Han Solo chose. In some way, in some way, shape, or form. Also, it could just be like, man, they loved it when Darth Vader was in Rogue One. Let's let's do it again, right? Well, they're not, yeah, they're not wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. They are not wrong. I mean, we we talked about we had we had a discussion right when they first announced it. We were talking about oh, uh, when he drops the spice, that Jabba gets all mad. About him about later on it was because he was being chased by vader's star destroyer right that was one of the theories uh i don't know if this is still canon or not but we also talked about you know it, it being potentially during han's time in the imperial academy if that is still canon uh-huh. um that in itself brings up a lot of other questions i nope. don't think we the, need vader the other, in this movie the other theory might be yeah uh, when the Wookiees are enslaved by the Imperials, oh, mm-hmm. right? We yeah, mentioned that. that. And I think we did that all kind of like internal discussion. We haven't announced these theories to the podcast listeners. So, But those are our three theories <laughs> where where it would make sense to have Vader in one of those situations. Right? For for me, the the one the main question is, do they actually meet... Because that would change that one scene, the whole Cloud City uh, sequence in uh, an empire. Okay, so before we get into speculation about how he's going to show up, answer the question, good or bad, Darth Vader and Han Solo. You like it, you don't like it. Adrian, go. Adrian. Don't like it. Cat, go. (laughs) Oh, uh, can I say neutral? No, 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 no. No neutral. uh, no, don't no, like. You, you got to deal in absolutes right now. Yeah. All right. Don't like. We're all Siths right now. Flip. Man, I I would say meh, but if I had to like choose an absolute, choose. yeah, I don't feel good about it. John. John. I I have always maintained that more Vader is always a good thing. Until now, I hate the idea. All right. So now that we all are on the dislike right. or not a fan of. Yeah. All right. Now we can discuss okay. how you think this might work. Yeah. If we were being Sith Lords about it, I'd go with meh too. But yeah. it is more of a meh leaning towards the well, nah. I, I, I think yep. I think for me, I mean I've I've always I've always been a fan of Vader, the best villain of all time in cinematic history, you know. Um mm-hmm. but and and he's so iconic to Star Wars. I mean, you look at Vader and you go, "That's Star Wars, right?" Yes. Um, and yep. And I mean, that's that's just like part of Star Wars. You think Star Wars immediately? You think R two D two, Darth Vader, X wings, blah blah blah. Right? Go down the list. 
But that's usually one of the top three things you think of is is the image of Vader. Mm -hmm. But at Mm -hmm. this point, it feels it feels like like you alluded to, like they're doing it just because they can and not because it 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 makes sense. You know, like they're trying to shoehorn him in there because, yeah, because because they they can. Yeah. What if what if? Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. <sighs> say no, it anyway. Okay, I was, go ahead, say it anyway. I was going yeah, to go with, what if, what if we don't actually see Vader himself with like some sort of imperial pro- propaganda with Vader? But Vader's a shadowy figure, right? No one really knows of him. So, never mind. That just, that, that goes out the window, out the airlock. No. No. I get it. Space. Uh-huh. Star Wars. Right. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but I mean, since since they've announced that okay, we will see Vader in this movie. I'm hoping that it's in a in a, a very limited capacity, and that he's not the main antagonist of the film. That it's just a scene, maybe two. But I mean, okay, that worked in Rogue One because obviously it was all about the Death Star, right? right? That made sense. Would you really want that for? him in the Han Solo movie just could it wouldn't play into the plot of it was just like a little cameo or two right well I don't want him at all in it but and I know but I mean is, but it, is that any better if we're gonna have Vader I want him to be involved somehow just so it doesn't feel like oh hey let's just throw him out there just for, just cause if you, if you can cut Vader out of the movie and the movie still makes sense you shouldn't have Vader in it right I agree that'll cheap yeah. it I agree you're yeah. right you're you're right. So if we are gonna have Vader, I at least want him to play or just influence enough that if you cut him out, it would create some sort of some sort of hole or something, you know? Yeah. Just so I can feel we got some sort of justification. It could be lazy justification, but at least some sort of justification that would, you know, all right, we got Vader and we used him. But I question how they're going to use that character to to provide more depth into the story or into like the mythology of Vader or the mythology of Han you know how can they utilize that specific character to give us a deeper understanding of of Han's motivations or Vader's mm-hmm. motivations and i just struggle with that um my biggest concern would be that they try and make Han more of a hero in this. Because, I mean, at this point in his life, he's straight up smuggler, right? That's yeah. what's to be mm-hmm. Maybe. It wouldn't make sense for him to be heroic. Right. That's his arc in A New Hope. That's literally what happens in A New Hope for him. Yeah. And then he goes back so, to smuggling when everything goes to pot. It's the one thing yeah. he knows well, right? So we've got to set it up so that it's all about the smuggling. It's all about being a scoundrel. Yeah, a scruffy-looking exactly. mm-hmm. nerf herder. <laughs> I'm afraid that they're trying to build up some sort of anti-hero type of thing with him. Yeah. And that's not the kind of movie, Han Solo movie. I mean, I didn't want a Han Solo movie in the first place. But if we're going to give us a Han Solo movie, that's not the kind of Han Solo movie I want. Well, it, you know, it seemed to me like a couple of directors got fired for not making him an anti-hero and making him more of a, a goofball, which... 
I well, give me, give me Atahiro Han over Ace Ventura Han. Okay, any day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um. Alrighty well, then. Alrighty then. I want to see. This is what I hope to see for the young Han Solo film, or whatever you want to call it. I want to see that side of Han that is a little bit of a cocky swindler. You know. No, you know, just going to talk his way out of any situation, um, mm-hmm. try to be charming and have it blow up in his face. I want to see, I want to see all <laughs> the things about Han Solo that we all love, you know. I want to see him be a smart aleck. I want him to just have his little quips, but not have them be over the top and have him be sarcastic. I want to see, I don't want to see slapstick Han Solo. I want to see um, snarky Han Solo, but still in a likable way. You know what I'm saying? That's a tall order, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of what they have to do. Yeah. Yeah. For it to be good. For it to be good. For it to be meaningful to the lore. And yeah, for it to set the stage for what we see of him and Chewie in Mos Eisley Cantina. You know, here's this guy that's on the on the fringe, you know. He's like you know, he skates between the good and and the really bad. Um and he could be tipped either way, but he's 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 a shady character, but he's a likable shady character. Know what I'm saying? A gray character. Yes. Yeah. He's not a bad guy. No. no, 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 no. But he's also a selfish guy. Mm-hmm. That, that's the word right there, selfish. Yeah. That, that's it. Self-centered. It's me and Chewie, and we're going to do what it takes to get paid. For us to survive. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. Question then. With that logic, would you guys want to see him be heroic in any way, even if it is rescuing Chewie from yeah. some sort of... Yeah, I want to see, see, see his compassion for Chewie. You know, I want to see how that bond starts and how it's forged and how it's, you know, how it, it it leads to what we know. You know, maybe maybe he rescues Chewie and Chewie, you know, has this life debt thing. And Han's like, get the hell away from me, you big walking thing. And he finally accepts Chewie's not going anywhere. So he he forges a friendship, you know, kind of like to see it go in that direction. All right, so John wants to see how the whole Chewie Han train started. Yeah. What about you? What about Ken and Flip? Is that something you guys need to see? A Chewie Han origin? Flip, why don't you go first? It's not something I need to see necessarily. Agreed. Like, when, when they said Han Solo, like, and I, forgive me for this, like, uh, comparison, but, like, when they said Han Solo movie, I was like, Oh yeah, Van Wilder in space. Like that's why I imagine like a college romp, and he's like, "Oh, these these nervous," but like, and just like really silly and goofy because we don't get a silly and goofy side of Han, even though he's put into these kind of silly and goofy situations. So that's what I was hoping for, but I know like I am the min- in the minority, and Ryan Reynolds is already playing Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, to add anything to the lore, it have to be Han and Chewie and how their relationship, how that happened. Because like he's, yeah, he's a lone wolf. He's a loner. 
why does he have this Wookiee who doesn't even really speak his language as like his best friend in the whole world? Hmm. And the other character, how how the other character comes into the whole thing. And I'm talking, yeah. of course, about the Millennium Lando? Falcon. Oh. I thought you were yeah. going to say Lando. Of course yeah. you did. I thought so, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Wait, so, so Kat, what do you agree with Flip? Um, yes. I mean, for one, I, I mean, not really being that big into this movie or thinking it needed to get made, but I think... Of the stories that I would like to see with Han Solo, I think the forging of the relationship and the bond between Han and Chewbacca is more interesting to me than, say, Han winning the Millennium Falcon from Lando. Yeah. And we know Lando is going to be in this movie, and right. so I we're, don't know if that's how they're trying to spin probably it. probably going to see that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to see... That's probably the end of the movie, him flying away on the Falcon into the galactic sunset. Right. Spoiler alert. Some sort of ACDC song starts playing instead of John Williams. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the freaking who? Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I hope you're I wrong you there. guys right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would put money on it. That's how the movie ends. Not, not, not with that, but with him getting the... <laughs> He gets he wins the Falcon after this long and tiring adventure. Just when you think he's too tired, boom, Falcon. He wins it. Cheating or not cheating, somehow he gets it and goodbye. Well, I know better than to bet against you, so you're probably gonna be right. (laughs) Give me one trailer or two. Give me two trailers and I could tell you. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. I, that's, uh, I feel like that would be a safe bet. But, All yeah. right. Any more thoughts on this p- well, potential Darth Vader? Yeah, and let's 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 go back to you know kind of what we were saying about Vader's involvement. You know, it, we know he's going to be in it, and it sounds like Adrian's all for you know since he's going to be in it, make it meaningful, make it make it have lasting ramifications somehow, whether or not they meet. Um, make it, make it, make it have a purpose. Cat, what do you mm-hmm. think? I, well, I agree with Adrian. I mean, if if they are, if if it is for real, and Darth Vader is, because it's still at this point. I mean, it's a rumor. I don't know. If, you know, I don't know if we can say with a hundred percent surety that it's happening. If it is happening, I agree with Adrian. It needs to be done in such a way that, like he said, if you were to cut out the Darth Vader scenes, it leaves kind of a hole as opposed to just making some sort of rote cameo appearance where he doesn't actually add anything to the plot. Um, That being said, I don't really want them to meet. Like, I think that that's kind of like... That can't happen Um, unless the only way would be unless Han Solo sees Darth Vader from afar in some capacity, but they don't really lock eyes, no face to face. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the story we all wanted to hear. (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord. Um, And then, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Y'all no. silly. I'm sure that exists already somewhere. On Probably. Deep web. I'm sure that's a weird slash there's, pick somewhere. There, yeah, I'm. There's, yeah, there's a lot of weird. Yeah, it might be out there. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I. To me, it's it's really hard for me to envision how they would bring Darth Vader in without one making it just a cameo and two. Now I've totally lost my train of thought. You know, just how they're going to keep him from, you know, making the movie all about Darth Vader, right? So, because he's a scene stealer. I mean, you go back to Rogue One, Darth Vader shows up, everyone freaks out. Right. And that's all they talked about in in some respects. So, I guess my my biggest thing with bringing Vader in to the Han Solo movie is that is that just gonna completely draw everything away from Han Solo's story because that's who it's supposed to be about. So that's that's a concern that I have. All right, I have a okay. So two 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 questions, two part question. Did you think that Vader's role in Rogue One was forced? Was it like that? Could you take Vader out of Rogue One and it still be the same? Totally, yes. Okay. No. Okay. No. And, and, would you rather, if you could, would you swap Vader out for 3PO and R2? No. I would. I would. John would. (laughs) I would swap Vader out. For 3PO and R2. I think Vader would make more sense than 3PO and R2 in a Han Solo movie. I actually just love the idea of just a Han Solo movie. Like, even if we get more insight into him and Lando's relationship. Right. Like, that would be so cool. Like, it's, it's, that's one thing that, like, I really enjoyed about, like, the games like because like i played uh knights of the old republic and republic commando and all yeah. those games yeah. that mm-hmm. had stories that didn't revolve around the skywalkers mm-hmm. and it's just so cool to see this world from another perspective like one of the things that makes me so mad when uh when disney bought star wars is there was this game coming out called star wars 1313 13, 13. <clears throat> exactly and it was yeah. such a gritty dark take on this universe that we really only really know from like the movies and so if they're gonna do this han solo movie i think the best way to do it is to, to take a character who's probably the furthest removed um except for like when like episode four but he's like the furthest removed the whole reason he comes into it is because of that and it would be cool to get a different take on the on the world on the lore of the world that makes sense I totally agree with that, Flip. I mean, personally, I was kind of hoping that in this particular spinoff instance, you know, we'd kind of just get Han and Chewie and Lando. So obviously there are characters that we know and, and have Jabba seen before. And Jabba and Boba Fett and... Maybe. Uh, potentially. Greedo. Maybe, but <laughs> but kind Stop, of... man. There's already too much squawk <laughs> on this That's what taco. I'm saying, that, you know? Good. But but I but keeping some of the other characters like Darth Vader, like three PO, like R two, who as much as we love them, don't necessarily 
have an easy place in that story. I would rather see them force the droids in than force Vader in. Because because the because the droids to me, I mean, they've been in every single Star Wars, right? Every even even for just a little cameo. I guess you could say the same thing about Anakin slash Vader. You know, it has been in everyone too. So there's there's the three. Well, I mean, his helmet was in The Force Awakens. I count it. You hear him breathing. It's for dramatic effect, but you hear him breathing. You do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I just feel that the droids would be like much more pandering totally. than Darth Vader. Don't don't disagree. I don't yeah. disagree be, at all. It, it would but be I'd hard rather to explain. Have, I'd rather have the the yeah. droids pander than Vader pander. Yeah, <laughs> that's my right. point of view. <sighs> Oh, Ron Howard, what are you doing? Yeah. Is this a Ron Howard thing, or was this uh, Lord Miller? It's probably a Ron Howard thing. It's probably a Kathleen Kennedy thing. Which is a Ron Howard thing. (laughs) Maybe. maybe No disrespect. No disrespect. It's probably a Disney thing. Oh, we're going to want to sell more Vader toys. Oh, yeah. God, you know what? That makes sense too. Because I would totally buy a Han Solo untitled Han Solo movie Vader figure. Yes, you would. <laughs> I I totally would. I would buy that slash fic novel. <laughs> I'm with Slip. Uh... <laughs> Fifty Shades of Han. Mm-hmm. Like Who could ask for uh-huh. more? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Put my name on the pre-order list right now. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Chewy or dirty. <laughs> uh, All right. People. Well, yeah. with we that, are going down the rabbit hole. Let's uh I think it's I think it's time to move on to our next topic of discussion. <laughs> Which, of course, uh, we learned about the day after we recorded our last episode. Right. So this 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 isn't new news. No. But how, the big wait, announcement. How, how mad would you be if tomorrow what? they release an image of Vader from the Han Solo movie? Oh I, I know. And there'll be a slight difference. Like, I don't know. It'll have one one red lens in his helmet. One red lens. <laughs> but, then, but then in the background behind Vader... You see R2 and 3PO. Right. Oh, my God. So they're all hanging in there. Out, Hanging out with Jabba. Yeah. With Guido. <laughs> and the, oh, my uh, oh, my God. Do not do Our, that. Do not do that to us again. Yeah. Please, Lucasfilm, we're begging you. Um, anyway, uh, the big news that J.J. Abrams will be coming back to direct episode nine after Colin Trevorrow was ousted as the director. Mm-hmm. So this isn't new news, but in our last episode, well, it's not new news now. And in our last episode, <laughs> we were all kind of shaking our heads about when JJ came up as a potential director. How are you guys feeling about it now? 
almost two well, weeks later. Well, this is this is the reason uh, we invited Flip back because uh, going mm. back to our Rogue One versus Force Awakens uh, uh, discussion, Flip is for the Force Awakens. He loved what JJ did with the movie. Correct? Yes, I did. So yeah, I mean, I, I was very interested in hearing your opinion about him coming back to finish off the the sequel trilogy. What man? Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's very poetic, like, very, like, he's going to finish what he started. But at the same time, like, I'm interested to see, I, I don't know the, the director for the next one. Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson, yes. Dude, you you love Looper, right? Remember Looper? How I amazing did that love Looper. Is? Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yes. Right, he, that's Ryan Johnson, dude. He's doing right. Star Wars. So Okay. Well, I'm really excited to see, like, I guess what I'm really curious about is, like, Force Awakens was such a fresh take on what we already knew. Like, it, while it, it was basically the same story as, like, half the Star Wars movies, it still felt very <laughs> new. It felt, it felt good. It felt like a loyal, like, continuation. So I really want to see how the how the next one sets the tone for episode 9. Because for all we know, episode 9 or episode 8 sets it up for 9 to be just this crazy dark like like really gritty and like like really intense. And then I'm like, "Huh, I'm not sure if Abrams would do that or how he could go about that. But for all I know, they set up nine is to be like this huge triumphant, like victory lap at the same time. So I don't know. I really want to see how Johnson does with episode eight before I like get too excited. And like, I've just, I've just, I've been hurt so many times before Adrian. I just so, jump on that hype train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just jump on that hype train and I ride it all the way into the wall. And I'm just like, why did I do this to myself? So, I'm excited. I know I like his work. I like. I even liked the Star Trek movies, and like, I'm not. I'm not a Trekkie by any means, but I enjoyed uh, the ones he did. Oh, that's the argument for. That's why Trekkies tend to hate the Abrams movies because they're Star Trek movies for not Star Trek fans. Is the argument that it's a weird I, I, enjoy, I enjoy. I enjoy the Star Trek movies too. Well, mostly yeah. for the most part, but. Um, that's a really weird argument to make. What? <laughs> Star well, Wars is Star Trek for people who don't like Star Trek? Well, no. The the well, Star Trek movies that recently have come out yeah. um, are not... The bad robot Star Treks. Are, are more yeah. Star Wars than Star Trek. Yes. Because of the way the action is, because of the way it's shot cinematically... You know, it doesn't have a Star Trek feel. It's got more of a Star Wars feel, but playing with the Star Trek toys. That's that's Star what interesting. That okay, that makes much more sense. I get that. Okay, yes, Star, Star Trek's all about you know it's very thematic with this type of stuff that explores like racism, you know, sexism, a lot a lot of big themes like that. It's, that yeah. was and that was nowhere to be found in any of the JJ movies. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's it, very true. It's, it's typically thought it's as topical. more yeah. intellectual science fiction. Than mm-hmm. uh, pick up your guns and shoot science fiction. Okay, I gotcha. Don't get me wrong; I, I like Star Trek too. Oh, me too. I like the series, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I live long I'm and a huge prosper. Chatter fan. <laughs> huge. <laughs> So I don't know, I'm really excited. I'm like I'm just excited for Star Wars. Like I forget for like a couple of weeks that Star Wars is coming out in December, <sighs> and and then I get reminded. I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. But it's day before my birthday too. I mean, oh, nice. Let's do this, dude. If you do the early premiere, it'll be on your birthday. <sighs> yeah. Talk about birthday. Well, no, gift. it'll. If I have to go a day late because it opens the fifteenth, right? And my birthday yeah, is the 16th. 16th. Oh. oh. Right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, just never mind then. Right. Forget everything I just said. No, but I mean, early birthday presents are great. Especially when they're Star Wars. <laughs> For reals. So, I mean, I'm kind of neutral on JJ coming back. I think it's an extremely safe choice. That they made. And I can understand why they decided to do that. Um, and I sympathize a lot with Kathleen Kennedy having to make that decision. Um, so while I wish they had done something a little bit more interesting and exciting, I get why they made that decision. But, you know, it's just kind of like I think it'll be okay. I'm not expecting it to be – amazing i guess and one of the questions i I was gonna have is you know jj's done the star trek movies and i think a lot of people enjoyed the first one but there's been some concern with the fact that the sequels were not quite as good and so here jj is coming back and he's doing a sequel now granted there's one in the middle which is he's going to have to build on what Ryan has done. Is this a concern? I think I think it could be. I think that with Star Trek specifically, they went from a great first film to basically a remake of uh, Khan, and mm-hmm. and and he tried to he tried maybe a little too hard to make it different by swapping roles and stuff like that, and it just. I mean, you Khan is the greatest Star Trek film. You know, I I think everybody agrees. It's like it's the Empire Strikes Back of Star Trek. It's mm-hmm. it's what everybody heralds as this is the perfect Star Trek movie, right? And so to remake that, you're already, you know, you're already kind of up against the odds. So mm-hmm. to remake Khan was like hard to deal with but then so that a lot of people were just like eh, it's not as good as the first one forget it you know it wasn't a horrible film i didn't love it i didn't hate it either i didn't really hate it um actually i kind of closer to hate than loved but but then <laughs> but then the third movie they made not I've, Abrams. I not Abrams. Okay, uh, didn't oh, realize it wasn't Abrams. It was Justin Lin. Oh. It was different enough where I was interested again. It still wasn't very Star Trek, but it was a cool movie. But I guess I didn't realize that wasn't Abrams. Mm, I didn't he, either. He stayed on his producer, but uh, 
No, uh, it's uh, Justin Lin who directed a uh, who's directed I think most of the Fast and Furious movies, which would explain why uh, okay. <laughs> Star Trek yeah. Beyond is so hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, unpopular opinion: I prefer Star Trek Into Darkness over Abrams' first Star Trek. Really, really. Mm. Okay, you're, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. No problem. <laughs> And you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Step <laughs> <laughs> mine's right. I haven't, I haven't seen the second two, so you're yeah. not missing much. Can we agree with that, John? The two Star Trek movies, not really must must watch. You know, I it's Star Trek I mean, is, cool, is a handicapped but... because they're using these old classic characters that we all know and are so iconic and everything, and they had to recast all of them. And they did a pretty good job, but you're still going to compare the classic to new, right? So it's never going to be, you're never going to please everyone, you know? Um, well, with Star Wars... Happen with Star Wars, though. Well, with Star Wars, they, they have continued the story with the same actors as the same characters, and they haven't really recast i mean except for like you know obi-wan in the prequels obviously that was recast with a different actor and when they're doing younger stuff like with the new han solo and stuff that's like it's different than saying here's captain kirk same age different actor go you know they're not doing that exactly with with star wars so you've got a little benefit there hmm we're not seeing Luke Skywalker at 19 years old recast and played by a different actor running into um, Han Solo at 30 whatever recast and played by a different actor and you know Princess Leia at 19 years old recast and play- they're not doing that which they did with Star Trek. Well, we did see 19 year old Leia again with the CGI yeah, face. Right, right, yeah. yeah, right, right. But I mean she wasn't the big part of the film like they're doing with Star Trek. So True. when you're when you're presenting the same story with the same characters from the same angle, you're never going to match up to what has come first that was so classic and so iconic. You're going to let a lot of people down no matter how good it is. And in this case, so, I didn't feel like it was that great anyway, but so what was what, what the point of all this was? Is Abrams good with sequels? Right? Was that was that the initial question? Well, I, I, I'm I'm that more was the point. That yeah. Was the point. Yeah. Is is this something that we should be concerned about? Is anyone concerned by it? No. In that regards, I okay. am not. And see, and that brings me back to to just how the second movie is because Johnson could easily just set up a like set it up for Abrams to just spike it like there's no way he can mess it up totally hopefully but he also could not deliver and it's up to JJ to bring us home you know what I mean right mm-hmm. whoa right. whoa whoa bro whoa yeah I guess that is a possibility but whoa yeah <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> 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 no, but I think I, I think you're right though. I th- I think I think Ryan Johnson is going to you know really take us to a great spot and then leave us at a at another area where now whoever it was going to be is going to bring it all home, right? And yeah. and I think that JJ getting a second crack at playing in the same sandbox now doesn't have to worry about 
the trial and error stuff. He knows what worked with The Force Awakens, and he knows eh, that maybe he should have had Leia and Chewie hug. You know, that was a problem, you know. <laughs> so now he's going to be a little more focused on what works, right, and be able to wrap it up. We know that J.J.'s going to make, and I think, Adrian, you said an acceptable Star Wars film. Yes. Right. It'll be acceptable. And I, I will I will say this. Okay. I I do trust JJ not with the plot, but with the characters. Uh-huh. What he did with Force Awakens, and I don't know how much that was just him, how much was the story group, how much was uh oh I forgot his name. Uh Kasdan. Kasdan, thank you. Force Awakens plot, nothing too special. Character wise though, fantastic. Uh-huh. Made me care for a whole new cast of Star Wars characters to the point where I'm like, I wanted to know more about them afterwards. That's something hard, you know, to do with with a movie that has Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and Han Solo in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So I, I believe we'll get an acceptable movie plot wise, but I do trust him greatly to finish off Ray's, Ray's arc. I certainly like, trust him more than Colin Trevorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 oh, go ahead, John. Well, I, I guess, I guess that just, that just kind of brings it all around. I mean, I think it's an acceptable solution. I think it's acceptable. I think it's going to be okay, guys. And in fact, if anything, it could be really good because this is his second shot at it. And he's, he doesn't have to worry about about the unknown. The unknown is now known. He knows the characters. He knows the direction that worked so well the first time he directed. And it can and we know that the second film in this trilogy is going to be directed by just another great filmmaker. So yeah, he's yeah. he's set this is all set up to be spiked. You know, this is here comes the home run. I'm lobbing you a, a slow pitch, right? Yeah, and and I th- I think we're going to be okay. I think it's going to be good. But is acceptable really what we want for episode nine? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, it is. No, we want Ex- we want great. Ex- we want fantastic. Accepta- no, acceptable is is perfect. And I'll. T- I mean, we're not going to get our well, minds. Tell us why. Because we're, we're going to get the mind blower in this in the middle part, right? This yeah. is where the mind blowing is going to happen. This is where everything that has been set up in the first film is now going to be turned upside down, and we're going to get a lot of misery and a lot of of, of heartbreak, and it's going to be very emotional. This The Last Jedi is going to be the Empire Strikes Back of this trilogy. Right, it's going to be the one that everybody goes. Oh man, can you believe it? I can't wait to see the third one. And then the third one is just there to clean up. So we want an acceptable cleanup. No, we it want to grade. It can't be a bad cleanup. It's got to be acceptable. And so, at the very least, so but I would say least. that's, we like, know, that's we like the that lowest bar. We we know we're going to get acceptable, Look, and we'll bro, probably okay. get really damn good. The Force Awakens was a was a nice bowl of spaghetti and meatballs. 
It's a dish you loved as a kid because your mom would cut up the meatballs for you. Maybe cut the noodles so you wouldn't uh, get too much on yourself. And you loved it. You loved it as a kid. You love it as an adult. I wanted mom to leave my noodles alone, just so you know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a man. I can eat my meatballs without cutting them. Right. All right. And you guys, you guys are really cool then. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the Last Jedi is, I mean, I have faith. I have faith in it. It's going to be a nice, a nice steak. Nice big old, you know, prime rib, prime oh, cut. Man. You know, with with some with some potatoes and some nice uh, garlic bread. You know, just great with a nice beer. That's what I'm hoping for, Last Jedi. Okay, all right. Episode nine. Okay, after following that up, we got you got your spaghetti and your steak dinner. What do you want after that? Do you really just want like a ham sandwich? I mean, it's good. It's no, acceptable. No, 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 I like no. ham sandwiches. No, but what you want is just a something. A little nice for dessert. It doesn't have to be the like, best dessert ever. No, these are different meals. This but, is not one course meal. <laughs> no, no, this, three is, this, meal. this is a three-course meal. That's what we're getting in a trilogy, right? We're getting Two a three-course meal. Dessert. So now, now you're going to move on to a really good dessert. Let's finish it off nice with something that's that's not too heavy, not too rich. You know? Who has spaghetti before a steak, though? What, you don't do that? <laughs> Am I am I alone here? Is this why I'm fat? <laughs> you hijacked my my metaphor. <laughs> okay, but no, I I know what you're going with though. You know, you're right. You don't want a ham sandwich after you just had a big old steak, right? I mean, okay, a, a nice. I'll, I'll I'll upgrade it even. It's a nice ham sub with turkey. It's it's good. It's a good sub. It's uh-huh. a good solid lunch. But I mean, you could have a. Double bacon water burger, or yeah, you could thank you, or some in and out, a nice burger, a nice great burger with some nice sure. fries, you know, just like, yeah, mm, yeah, right. Th- that's I'm, better than a ham sandwich, but bro, I'm cool with going out for quality Chinese, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all are just making me hungry, I know, I, yeah, you know, I, think I, I think I'm hungry, I, I think, think we're all hungry, hungry. I, at least we are now. From, I don't, I've never had quite. want a burger and now I need it. Oh. Yeah, oh, yes, oh, oh, oh. me you too. Do. Um, so mm-hmm. so if so if like Adrian said, if I kind of take what Adrian and John have said, if JJ does right by the characters, but the plot is just kind of acceptable, will that will that be enough? Yeah, for me, yes, it'll be acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Flip? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm also, I'm kind of just coming from the mindset of like, like six years ago, six years ago, like, yeah, like six years ago, we weren't expecting another series of Star Wars movies. True. So I'm just, I'm like, more Star Wars movies, more characters I actually really like. Yeah. Like, that's (laughs) awesome to me. And so good. There is a chance that like, it's gonna, it's gonna suck. Like, episode nine will suck. Like, that's just mathematically speaking, that is a chance. Because while this is the company that made Inside Out and Toy Story, they're also the company that made, like, Cars 2. So, <laughs> like, I think it's going to be good. And, yeah, like uh, John said, he's he doesn't have to worry about any guessing. He knows what works. And he's going to be able to see someone else play in his universe. And see what works well and take the knowledge from both of those to just potentially just not like knock a home run 
with episode nine, and then we can all be happy. I hope. <laughs> well, what about you, Kat? I I mean, I, I feel kind of the same way. I mean, I think... And I hope I think I think JJ will do right by the characters. And I think honestly, at this point, that's probably the most important thing. Um, You know, we want we want these stories to wrap up well. And it's going to be hard, probably, at least in some cases, because with like Carrie's passing, you know, having to deal and a lot of it will also depend on what Ryan does. But, you know, there, there will be some things that aren't going to be as easy to do. We're going to be heartbroken. So, yeah. And mm. so I think the the biggest hurdle is going to be wrapping up the character arcs. How he does that in terms of where the plot goes, I'm a little less excited about just, you know, having seen the Force Awakens, which I, you know, obviously enjoyed, but, you know, was definitely kind of a, a safe plot. And I could see him potentially sticking to something similar. I mean, not not the same plot, but, you know, k- kind of keeping it on the safe side. So, you know, I, I kind of fall in the category, like, I think, I think it'll be good. It, you know, I don't think it's going to probably be mind-blowing, um... But I, I think it's I think it's in the best hands that it probably could be to wrap up the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I think getting Abrams back with them probably about to go into pre-production um, was probably the best move that they could make to make sure that it was going to get wrapped up well and wrapped up in the manner in the you know time scale and in the manner that they want so you know i'm i wasn't <laughs> we were all kind of groaning about it and i mean i when that news came out it was kind of like really <laughs> really like this well, is what I, we <laughs> I still think a lot of that was just cuz we had talked about it the night before well yeah that too <laughs> yeah um but I mean, the the more the more I have thought about it, you know, I think I think of all the choices that they could have made. I think JJ, in the time frame that we're looking at, was is probably the best choice just for some of that. He knows he knows the world. He has worked with them before. You know, he gave a very good product in The Force Awakens. It made a ton of money. So, of course, everybody at Disney and Lucasfilm was happy. So, you know, it totally makes sense that they would want him back to come close out the trilogy. Um, I still really would love it if they would in the future branch out with their directorial choices. Um Maybe let's leave some of the white guys aside from now and focus on some other people. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't care I mean, what color your skin is and, and what sex you are. If you're making a good movie, that's all I care about. Well, yeah, we got to <laughs> – they got to do that. So, so, you know, that's my hope for the future. But I think, I think J.J. was – 
probably so, so you're content with your ham and turkey sub at well content it's a good meal it, it, it it's is a, a good, good meal. meal you know i was hoping for something else you know i was hoping for like so you know if we're gonna go with dessert i was hoping for some giant chocolate souffle or something perfectly you know <laughs> perfectly made not <laughs> but See, i still don't like that because again i don't know who eats spaghetti before a steak dinner but that's just me <laughs> what is wrong with you people but yeah all right so yeah i mean i think that's pretty much the consensus amongst like all the level-headed fandom (laughs) just yeah i'm excited i'm good it'll work let's let's see what happens let's hope for the best right is that pretty much yeah yeah, Thanks. I mean, I I think the feeling is generally like exactly kind of what we've been talking about. Like it's it's going to be okay, I guess. Is there anyone that's really feeling excited about it? Yeah, I am. I'm totally excited about okay. this. I'm, yeah, JJ does have his following. I'm I'm totally excited about this. I really feel like this could be a good thing for Star Wars, and um, you know, I, at least we know it's going to be beautifully shot. There's going to be yes. some lens flare, and <laughs> and and the characters are going to be treated very well. Yes, and, that I will 100 percent agree with. And we're yes. going to get we're going to get a uh, answer to all the questions that are floating out there, and or or if lost is any indication, we'll have a lot more questions when it's all done. Yeah, yeah, lost. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. I'm totally jazzed. I'm totally fine with that. It could have been a lot worse than J.J. Abrams. And it probably was. It could have been a whole lot worse than J.J. Abrams. If there is one sentence to just encapsulate this entire episode, this entire feeling, this entire discussion, that's it right there. That's the zeitgeist for this whole situation. It could have been a lot worse than J.J. Abrams. I think that covers everything. Yeah. (laughs) Well... Uh, any other, any, any final thoughts before we wrap up here? I'm excited. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think, I think you've summed it up very well. I, I think that. Um, we, we as a fan base of Star Wars fans, um, at least know that we're in safe hands, that it's a not level headed fan base. Yeah. It's not going to go completely off the rails. Like it sounds like the young Han Solo film was heading and that, that all's good with Kathleen Kennedy in charge because she's going to keep stuff on lockdown and keep, keep these films from being a complete messes. She cares about them. She that's, cares. That's, that's my, she cares. Yeah. She knows what they mean to people. That's why I, I totally support Kathleen. Like, she gets it. She does. I, I totally agree. Um, cool. Well, uh, Flip, thanks again for joining us today, man. Oh, um, thanks for having me. You're always welcome. Uh, always fun talking to you, bro. I give uh, that that filthy casual Star Wars fan vibe. 
<laughs> Just another perspective. Chewy or dirty. <laughs> well, you'll oh, need wow. To- and then I looked to- into his visor, and I just knew those eyes. <laughs> Flip's going to get off this conversation, and he's going to go write some Darth Vader Han Solo fanfic. <laughs> I expect 1,500 words at least tomorrow, Flip. <laughs> Adrian, you have to read this. It's probably my masterpiece. <laughs> You know, I like what you're doing with the scene here, but I think uh, I, I'd switch out the banana peel for something else. Anyway, <laughs> I, I think I feel that Han Solo would not be in, would not choose that kind of position. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, Flip, uh, where, where can the lovely, lovely listeners uh, find you on the socials? Uh, you can find me. Uh, I just use the band stuff for all my Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. So if you just go to Flip and the C-E, that's Flip and the letters C and E, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Bandcamp, all that stuff. And be looking out for some new music towards the end of the year. Nice. Can't wait, dude. Awesome. Cannot wait. Thanks. Uh, in the meantime, uh, stay up to date on fans of the force podcast we got plenty of stuff brewing now we're excited with uh, the direction we're taking everything uh, you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at force fan podcast and if you want to yell at me say hi to me just make me feel bad i don't know uh, you can find me in all those three at blue lab pro uh, you can find me on twitter and instagram at cat ray and you can follow me on twitter and instagram at that john fred or on my Facebook page, John K. Frederick. And right, 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 right before we we uh, finish off here, just a quick shout out to uh, Brooke Thompson. Really, really cool guy. We all talked to uh, online. Uh, dude, if you're listening, <laughs> great conversations we had. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. He's a great musician. Uh, hit him up. Great guy. Great Star Wars fan. We need more level-headed fans like that. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and don't forget about our Force Fan Giveaway. Uh, follow us on the socials, uh, interact with us, comment for a chance to win a custom Darth Vader Fans of the Force poster and a few other little goodies. That uh, We'll be running that up till, till the end of October. So, yeah. Yes. Until then, we are the Force. Later. Bye. May the Force be with you. May the force be with you. Now I am. Okay, recording. Everyone's recording. We're all here. All right. Wow. Yeah. And we're... we're Owen Wilson needs to be in the Han Solo movie now. You got me started uh, now. So, I mean, it's going to yeah. it's gonna happen several times now. You guys did it to yourselves. Oh, wow. Oh, it's Han Solo. Hey, wow. wow. <laughs>